This episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will take away the hassle of distributing your podcast. They do it themselves. You can hear it on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, whatever. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, your podcast will be there for you to hear. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have three listeners and still get paid to do your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Make your podcast today so the whole world can hear your weird voice. Completely shocking. Um, 
he was not sick in any way. Uh, he was not old. Like I said, the man was 52 years old, which is, you know, it's not old, especially if you ever met this guy. He behaved and acted like a, you know, mid 30 year old. <laughs> he was, he was actually the kind of guy who, um, always had to have like a project or something going on. Like he, he just needed to be kind of doing stuff. I would say like 95% of the time. And like I said, I, uh, we met working at a grocery store and when I say we followed the same trajectory, it was funny because we used to, um, when we started there, we laughed about like how, how much better this place was as a grocery store compared to like other grocery stores that he and I have worked at in the past. Like not, I don't mean like he and I together, just, uh, we both come from like the grocery store world, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. And we we used to joke about it being like the best grocery store job either one of us have ever had and then three months into it simultaneously this is one of the worst places we've ever worked at (laughs) and it was it was extra funny because we almost thought it and felt it at like the same time and you know we just got along. He was just a genuine person. You would never picture him like he's the type of kind of guy that you could ask a question and you know you're going to get an honest response, even if it's a blunt response, even if it's a response that might hurt your feelings, you know you're going to get the honest response. And I don't know if anybody's, you know, been alive lately, but um, that's not always the thing you can count on with human beings. Sometimes you have to uh, drag the truth out of people, and sometimes people are real cagey, real dodgy motherfuckers, and this guy wasn't. Um, his passing has really affected me not like I'm and I'm not saying it like I'm surprised that it's affected me because of course it's affected me he was my friend but I guess the way that it happened and the fact that I had just seen him uh, two days after my birthday and hung out at his house had a few drinks played darts just a classic time, which is uh, which is what you could never not have around this guy. Anytime you would go to hang out with this guy, you knew you were just going to have a relaxing, fun, good time. And I got to know his family. Got to become friends with his family. Got to become friends with his daughters. Got to know his son got to meet his wife, got to become friends with his wife. And it's just one of those relationships that the loss, the loss is bigger than just the, the one person. And we only know him 
two years, but that's the kind of guy he was. The, it's the kind of relationship where you meet this person and you hang out with this person and then you know you're going to be very good friends with this person because they make themselves available to you as a good friend. And I really, when it first happened, when I first got the news, I really, really, I struggled with my anger in response to it. Because I know, I know how many people get, you know, needlessly angry about stuff. I know how much of a, uh, like, I guess for lack, I guess for lack of a better word, a fucking cliche it is to be like, oh, why did you have to take my friend? You know, why do, why do shitty people still get to be alive? But, uh, my friend had to just die painting his house. That's what happened, by the way. He was uh, painting his house and he slipped and fell off his ladder and hit his head. And you just think about something so sudden and it bothers the shit out of you. And that's what happened. When I first got the news, I was so fucking frustrated. Not at him. I was just frustrated at the fucking situation. I was so fucking upset that something so innocuous like painting your goddamn house, which the guy had done millions of times, is what led to him uh, not being here now. And how does that make any fucking sense? How does it make any sense to just be here one day doing a goddamn project that you do over and over and then the fucking five minutes later you're not here because of that thing that you do over and over are you fucking kidding me what is the point what is the point in that? What's the lesson in that? And they, these are all things that I struggled with when I first got the news. Um, <laughs> I still struggle with it. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't. I still have trouble processing it. I don't really. I don't understand the point of people that live I still don't and it's I'm all over the place right now but this is just how I am am working through the process of grief when it comes to my friend but I just do not it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense that this guy who was just a good fucking person that clearly the world is in dire need of which is good people. Why the hell was it his time? Does that even like, does the universe even make any sense when you break it down like that? If it's just going to be anybody's time at any time, which I get, that's how death works. I get that's how life and death works. I'm not a fucking idiot, but if it's just going to be anybody's time at any point, then why, why try and like be good? Why live a super decent life 
why do anything the way you quote unquote should do it? Why not just be a dick? If it doesn't really matter if dickheads are still fucking walking around and assholes are just, you know, running our country or working in our government or being pieces of shit, why are these people just walking around doing whatever they want, not facing any karmic consequences or if that's what you believe in or any sort of retribution for their actions? And I'm not saying I believe in retribution for your actions, but why what's the what is the universe trying to what's the point the universe is trying to get across when you do something like this a guy that had three children and grandchildren and <laughs> like you know a solid few more decades to live more than likely what the fuck is the point and these are all things that I've been struggling with for about five six days now because you know it definitely comes in waves um comes and goes I given my experience with being this guy's friend uh he's definitely the type of guy that would have more than likely made fun of me for still grieving his death uh, because he was just, he was just one of those, all right, you know, grieve, have your moment. Let's move on now. Let's think about it. There's a, there's beer to drink. There's food to eat. There's things to do. Let's go on with life. And a lot of times I can do that. Like a lot of times I'm finding myself able to do that, but I still get caught in those shit fuck moments where it just, I get mad all over again. I get mad at the idea of this guy just not being able to be around anymore. And it really fucks with me. Um, it really fucks with me the idea that I just won't. I the ah <laughs> uh, the the other day, and again I'm jumping all over the place. But again, this is this is what my brain is going through right now. Um, the other day I was just scrolling through my contacts to send somebody a text message, and I just happened upon his name, his name on my phone, his phone number. And what a jarring moment! A jarring moment to think like. I can't send a fucking text to this guy anymore. You know, I can't hang out with this guy anymore. And it just stopped me in my fucking tracks. And I wasn't able to do anything else for like half an hour. I just sat there and I thought to myself, well, I'm looking at this contact for this person who just doesn't exist now. And anyone that's listened to this podcast knows that I have a major, like, I, I guess it's phobia or or if that's even, I just have a major fear at the, uh, of the size of the universe because it doesn't make any sense to me. And I really struggle with it a lot. 
But I also have a problem with the universe in that if the universe is just a series of chaotic events that don't really add up to anything, then what's the point of any of us trying to better ourselves or make an impact on the world, make an impact on earth, make an impact on our friends and family? What's the point if it's just all random chaos and you can go like that? What's the point? None of it makes any sense. And that's where I start to get anxious and that's where my panic gets fucking triggered because it does not make any sense to me that you can go from fucking five seconds before this time being alive and then five seconds later you're fucking dead. That is too chaotic and it makes no sense to me and that's how my fucking stupid panic disorder gets triggered because I think about shit like that and then I think about my friend who was just doing regular human stuff and then boom. And these are the patterns I've been going through for the past few days and his wake is this Saturday. Uh, Today is Wednesday. It's going to be very weird. I don't fully I don't even know what to expect Um, not that I haven't been to funerals and wakes before I have but you know what do you what's in store for this you know what's in store for a, a wake for a guy that had no health problems and then just died suddenly I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to react. I wish I could say I, I wish I could say I could just um, make sense of the grief I'm feeling, but my brain goes in so many different directions in regular times that now that there's grief thrown on top of it, I don't know what to fucking, you know, I guess I'm just experiencing sometimes a sensory overload and then I'll just maybe cry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to process it. It's probably not going to be fun. When are wakes fun unless they're Irish wakes and you're all just getting fucking trashed. But which is funny, which is what, which is ironically what I'm sure he would want us to do. But I don't know if anybody's going to be in the mood for that. So it, as I said before, it comes in waves and I don't always fight those waves in the proper way that I should. But I don't also know if there is a proper way to handle grief. We're all, you know, we're all just on this big fucking blue spinning rock, chaotically spinning into nothing. So does it matter? A lot of people would say it probably does. Maybe it doesn't though. I don't know. I don't know. And 
that's what I'm still struggling with. And that's what I'll continue to struggle with. That's what I'll struggle with in a few days when I go to his wake. So, um, I wish I had more, I wish I had more eloquent things to say, but all I can do is just keep moving forward and take the hits as they come and instead of trying to fight them just just let them hit me 